We are back after a week off. Uh, welcome back to Slander U. Uh, we obviously got some. Uh, we are in the thick of bowl season. The last couple of days is when we really got some great matchups, and obviously the playoffs are coming up here this weekend for New Year's and New Year, New Year's Day. Uh, so we want to get into a lot of stuff. There's been a lot of news. There's uh, we had a signing day since we you last heard from us. There's been the portal has been crazy for some teams and for some teams not. Uh, some teams still don't have offensive coordinators. It's just a lot going on. So we just want to dig into some stuff. Um, some teams haven't had offensive coordinators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's Fair. start with some news. Uh, I, I'm going to go through some quarterback news. First of all, Bo Nix announced that he's coming back next year to Oregon, which obviously is a huge deal. Oregon had a great year this year. They're playing their bowl game right now as we're recording. They're losing 21-14 to 14 to North Carolina, but – Oregon had a great year. Bo Nix is coming back to school. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, we had some transfer guys that we should probably talk about. DJ, there was actually a there was actually something that was posted that seemed credible that DJ was a hundred percent locked to go to Hawaii, which felt weird because he was formerly like the number one quarterback in the class. But he actually ended up choosing Oregon State, uh, which I know was weird for some people, but I happen to love it. What do y'all think about DJ to Oregon State? It's crazy to me how far, like, I mean, Oregon State's a good program and they had a good year and stuff like that, but it's crazy to me you go from being the number one quarterback, recruit, five-star, everything, and you have basically the keys to the kingdom handed to you at a place like Clemson and then a year later, two years later. And especially, what well, he had that big game against um, Notre Dame whenever, uh, whenever what's-his-name was hurt a couple years back or last year, yep. two years ago or something like that, and then now all of a sudden you're at, you know, basically the best place you can land is Oregon State. I think it's a great spot for him, but uh, yeah. it's definitely an interesting, interesting kind of turn of events. Yeah, and I think another Clemson interesting will, uh... element to that is the five-star defensive player that Oregon just got committed to them is yeah. DJ's brother. Yep. So his brother is going to be chasing his ass next year. <laughs> uh, I, I I feel the same way that Shrink did. Like I obviously it's a weird. I love the fit just from a football perspective, but it is super weird that one of these. I mean, there's so many schools that need quarterbacks. It's just weird to have a number one quarterback who didn't work out for whatever reason at Clemson just fall so far. But obviously, there's some yeah, bad stuff on. Imagine tape. imagine having a five star quarterback at a perennial powerhouse that ends up in the state of Oregon. That's crazy. <laughs> it's four. It's only four. That's really good. Uh, Hudson Card's going to Purdue. Um, that Hartman kid from Wake Forest is going to Notre Dame, which I absolutely love because, my hey. God, did Freeman need a quarterback. And is that is that official yet that he's going to Notre Dame, or is it just, hey, guys? It's not official. But it's yeah. not official, I mean, but when he entered the portal, they didn't know where he was yeah. going already. Got to be some crazy tampering going on for, like, the moment he hits the portal, everybody's like, well, he's going to Notre Dame. <laughs> so, so, like, but that was the thing. Like, somebody tweeted about that. Like, they were talking, like, right now, if you're trying to get guys in the portal and you're – you know, your collectives aren't reaching out to the players or the players aren't reaching out to your collectives to avoid the entire tampering thing. Like they're like, you're basically, you know, years behind the game right now. If you're, if your collectives aren't recruiting on your behalf, I was like, that's a really good point. You wonder how that shit ends up that way. And that's the way that it does. Yeah, absolutely. We back channel. We also got, Oh, go ahead. Oh no. I was just saying, I mean, that's, there's definitely some back channeling going on with these kids entering the portal and already knowing their destination. Yep. We just assume that everybody's tampering and everybody's being tampered with and one big sure. full circle jerk of uh, and Pro it's not even just P5. It's 
it's every level is tampering with every level and some kids are falling down a level some kids are going up a level but everybody's tampering with everybody yep well, and that's uh, it's such an like unreal like realistic expectation to expect these kids like not to like they're we're like so like fucking connected to the internet like you think someone's just gonna like decide to transfer and then be like okay now it's time to start the journey of, of yeah let's exactly see if anybody wants me now yeah you know and ultimately sure. too like it's only illegal if you get caught and get in trouble like until mm-hmm. then it's just guidelines right. to follow unless somebody exactly. until somebody really gets in trouble for tampering, those are fake nobody cares uh, and Leary's going to Kentucky. Leary, the guy from uh, NC State's going to Kentucky. Um, signing day happened. Uh, some people on the podcast had a good good signing day. Um, some people on the podcast had a uh, you know iffy iffy signing day. But Luke, but Hugh Freeze is recruiting his ass off at Auburn. What's going on down there? Can you tell me how this fucking happened? Because it seemed like he put a pretty good class together in like literally a week. We can have- yeah, it was it was a pretty good close, you know, for a, for a few weeks. Um, it, it, it was the the crazy thing is is that if you were a competent coach that could surround yourself with a competent staff and not be potato spuds from Idaho that just would put forth <laughs> any amount of effort that you would be expected of you as an SEC head coach, like several of those kids like would have already been locked in with Auburn, but like Brian Harson could not be bothered enough to just like have conversations with people. Like, the fact that he never yeah. met, like, Thompson High School that's here in, in Alabama that everybody always hears about, puts out D1 kids all the time, major pipeline to Alabama. Harson's here for two years and never even met the head coach at that school. And it's, like, an hour and a half drive from Auburn. Like, Wait, what? Get out of here. Yeah, like, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, when I'm hearing all these stories like that. So, And it's, like, if Freeze can just come in, be competent, do the things that he's supposed to do, it, we'll get back to that baseline, which should be – the floor of a top 20 recruiting class most, most years. And thankfully like, in three weeks, they kind of closed up with that. And that was the thing, like that was the thing that concerned me whenever they hired Harson was that he's never, when he was a Boise, he's never competed without a significant talent advantage. Right. That's built in based on like right. Boise was always going to get the best possible players for whatever that conference was without yep. putting in any effort just because it's Boise state. Right. Yep. And so what, like that was a big question I had for him. And I like, what kind of a staff would he be able to put together to be able to get talent? And clearly that was among the many issues in, in addition to having a side piece on staff. And yeah. I mean, obviously I was underwhelmed with the hire initially, as far as like making a splash hire when it's just kind of an sec retread, but like I never doubted that he would be competent and do what he needed to do to acquire the talent and get us back to that baseline. And it is a big credit to Zach Etheridge and Cadillac for the relationships they built under the old staff and kept that continuity and a lot of those relationships that actually closed a lot of those those flips from FSU and you know Ohio State, Tennessee, like all those schools that they got those kids flipped from. Well, I feel like True. this is a thing you see a lot, like a, a coach coming into like a, a bigger name school that had like a stinky season or got rid of their coach abruptly, like a short recruiting cycle. And like pretty consistently, those coaches have been able to put together like pretty impressive classes. You've seen it like right. Hugh Freeze is a good example here. What is like, I don't know anything about recruiting. So what is like this, this magic that comes along with like a, a guy with six weeks left to put a class together. That's able to get these kind of guys to flip. I don't know if you well, really answer that, but that's where I, that's like, that's where my mind. Well, goes I think here. a big part of it is you can't negative recruit the proof of concept because yep. they haven't put it on the field yet. So mm. with, with Harson, you know, it's easy to be like lame duck or, you know, it's not a good fit and blah, blah, blah. But like with freeze, mm. like, 
you can't really say any of that stuff yet. You know, the guys he surrounded himself with and like who you can point to pedigrees they have, like you can't recruit in that way. So you're able to establish that new relationship or kind of rekindle some of those existing ones that were there. So yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Thankfully they've put a massive focus on the offensive line, which has been a huge issue going back to the early Gus days, you know, that like mm-hmm. they've hit the portal hard, the high school ranks hard. Like we've, we're going to sign more linemen this class than we've signed the last four combined probably. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you're selling promise basically. And that's what you want. You know, you're, you're selling promise not only to, to recruits, but you're also selling promise to, to boosters and to people who are donating money to NIL. There's never more an exciting time to have than when you just get a brand new coach because everybody's excited for what the future is because it's wide open for you. And it's like, you know, bringing in a guy like Philip Montgomery, as Evan Mm -hmm. can attest to, like that, you know, we slowed things down a lot, like brought it more like a pro style offense. Like the fact that the prospects of like opening that back up again and like being fun and fast paced and Mm -hmm. scoring points, like that's exciting (laughs) compared to what we've been watching. And mm-hmm. hopefully bringing in some quarterbacks and whatnot, you know, over the next couple of years. So it, it'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, good good close, you know, on the signing day. Happy with it. Portal, they've hitting it pretty good. Got a couple, uh, you know, big lands there, some uh, spots of need. But still still after a big fish in the quarterback market. So we'll see what we end up with there. But, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah let me know so what you far. find. <clears throat> <laughs> keep, keep me abreast we, of your search we, we might be in the spencer sanders sweepstakes between me and you hey Dave, the water's so fine brother nasty, come on in man but uh, that's what's fascinating though like a guy like spencer sanders his value has never been higher right, right now disgusting. like post signing day you know yeah. all the all the quote, unquote, quarterback. quarterbacks are taken you got a three-year starter who's won a decent number of games you know like yeah. like right now he he could basically like put down a dollar amount on a piece of paper, slide it across yeah. the table to every single school, and, and everybody's got to take him because who else is going to pay Spencer Sanders I, to ruin their season? That's the I really think you might be onto something though, because all of these schools are going to have to water down their playbooks next year. There's no way yeah. those playbooks are going to be wide open. So a guy Absolutely. like Spencer Sanders who can do, you know, basic quarterbacking functions pretty well, yeah. he's going to thrive. I think in a system where you know. You can you can shut your brain off if you know the playbook well enough. Exactly, Pablo. If I told you that uh, Alabama signed twelve of the top thirty kids Jesus according to some Christ. recruiting uh, class, some recruiting services, and that we might have temp- we might have prematurely put Alabama in the dirt, what would you say to that? Because they did get the number. I one would, I would say I would say imagine having that much talent and not running everybody off the field every game. <laughs> And to so which I Teach would be like, you know what? I, no, don't start string. Teach would be like, I understand that. Yes. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I think, I think it's even stinkier. That experience. <laughs> it is. It's even stinkier. The fact that you don't win the championship every year is a failure in my eyes. It's crazy. Uh, Sorry. They, Sorry about they, it. They, That's the expectation that you've you've established. So you made the rules, not us. Failure. You made the rules. You set the bar. They, standard is the standard. Blah, blah, blah. They recruited so well that the best player in Iowa, who happened to be a lineman, defected to Alabama and when they asked him why he chose Alabama or Iowa he said because I want to be able to come in and learn from guys I don't want to come in and be the best guy in the Nasty. room when I first walk in there what a soft that mentality. Is how down bad Iowa <laughs> is and that is how amazing Saban is that he was able to pluck some random white kid out of Iowa and say yeah come to Alabama and uh he's not a white kid number one class oh is he black that's even worse <laughs> That's literally yeah. worse. The fact that, he, but then again, if you're a black person living in mixed. Iowa, 
It should so be you're easy half, to get a black kid right. out of Iowa. You should be yeah. able to get a black kid out of Iowa pretty easily. Like, oh, I get to leave Iowa? Yes, I'll follow you wherever you need me to go. So that's him. <laughs> yep. that you, <laughs> you promise? You promise? Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, what else I got? Um, we should talk about some bowl games. We had our first Slander U bowl yeah. game uh, on this right. podcast. Evan, if you want to talk about how uh, Baylor got disrespected by the troops. So uh, first off, easy, man. can we talk about how we respect the troops on this podcast? Oh, there hey, Stefan. There he is. You know, um, I got flew in by the Air Force, so welcome. Um, you know, we we love our troops, and our troops aren't the greatest athletes. You know, I don't know if you know you can do a combine with war. We won a lot of wars. We're really good at war. We're the, um, you know the greatest dynasty in regards to war, but you don't think about the Air Force as a football program. You know, like some people have lost the Air Force. I've heard, not sure if we can confirm it, but that's old and in the past. Losing to Air Force in a bowl game before Christmas is nasty. That is so nasty. No, so let's talk before to- Christmas is nasty. No, hold on a second. Let's talk about that real quick, though, because if my understanding is correct, there was some weather issues that might have prevented... It was, it was extremely the, cold. It was no. It was the coldest, the coldest bowl game of all time. And again, the coldest like, one. We love the troops. We also respect El Nino, don't we? Don't we, Bob? We, res- uh, we respect weather issues. <laughs> I would assume you would have the most sympathy here. <laughs> That's nasty. I'm sorry. This Air Force and Air Force was throwing the ball on y'all. That is nasty as hell. Air Force had ten wins this year. <laughs> They're a really good team. Controlling the skies yeah, and the ground. Put Baylor in the dirt. Um, and you know the how much about the weather. I have, I have only turned off two Baylor games in my whole life as an adult, and both of them were the last game of a Dave Aranda season. <laughs> Bro, I left the stadium at halftime. My family thought I was like in in like a a, a manic episode. They we stunk, <laughs> dude. We were so well, and you know. When it's that cold and they're a triple option team, all we can do is hope that they fumble. That's that's the game plan yeah. there. <laughs> I saw Air Force throw the ball a lot, honestly. Did it feel good to see that finally? I mean, <laughs> let's ask you. They had, a, mean, wow. they had a passing touchdown in this game, so I bet that felt good to watch. Get a that, lot of people say that you down. can't le- let Texas beat you twice, and I think that's what happened to Baylor. <laughs> you played us. Yeah, it's a, yeah that's, physically that's, destroyed you. Yeah, that's ironic because Texas really under Sark hasn't been able to beat anybody twice. So good for y'all. That's a, that's a big thing right there. Like that's a damn wow. Damn. String damn. deep damn. in his that's, bag. I don't think y'all have beat anyone really twice. That's fucking nasty. Let's good. turn this back around. Like did we no, beat somebody twice? Like Texas Tech? I don't no, think shit. so. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, that's fucking nasty. Okay, Congrats to Sark. Start getting to five hundred. Good, good on we Sark. Did, I don't think we beat anybody in the conference twice. Yeah, y'all got to fire him, bro. No Oklahoma State once yet. One and we one against the whole once. conference. <laughs> all this, all this slander that, that we've had for Brian Harson is the same thing Sark is doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I want y'all to know that since there was a shot at our quarterbacks in our passing game yet again on this podcast, that PFF put out an early Heisman poll, and in oh, fact, hell. Quinn and Arch both appeared on said poll. I don't make the polls, guys, but I'm just saying. Some people are saying... Double headed monster is a Heisman candidate. Getting getting two quarterbacks, one of which is a high schooler on that list, is insane work. That is nasty. How how much do, do you think it costs to run that department in Texas? That's that's like a student run class. The Heisman department? 
No, the the poll, like that Twitter account, like that's definitely like a project. Bro. That's, we didn't we didn't put that together. They just see the immense hey, talent in our hold quarterbacks. Hold on, too, much no, on too much lobbying going let's on. Let's pause real quick because, like, in, at the beginning of the 2021 football season, PFF loves Texas. Steve Sarkeesian was picked by PFF to win 2021 Coach of the Year. Now, y'all tell me. This is that is nasty so, as hell. So y'all tell me, like, how much credibility <laughs> we give into PFF right now. Like that, 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 that's he right built the program there. the right way. Like right now, like that PFF saying that both like whatever, like Quinn and, and Manning are both going to win. That's about up there with Fox Sports saying that Shadir Stewart's going to win the Heisman. That, that's about that same level of credibility right now. That's fair. I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I have no kind of argument to that. Um, we should also put some, I'm going through a couple of bowl games. Uh, Oregon State beat the dog shit out of Florida. Florida is ass. Ooh. And, Ooh, dog walking. Uh, AR-15 is going to the draft, apparently, which, I mean, seems like a weird decision. I don't know where he's going to be drafted, but... The National uh, Football League draft? <laughs> <laughs> the Air Force. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he, he could probably We've been talking that. about the troops, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Florida stinks, man. And I, the, one of the weirdest results of the year is somehow Utah didn't just bludgeon Florida because Oregon State just literally lined up and said, I don't care, Florida. You got all those athletes. I don't give a shit. We're going to beat the fuck out of you. And that's what Oregon State did. And 10 wins for Oregon State, man. Very good season for Oregon State. Now they got a big-name quarterback coming in. It's big time. Um, What else we got? Uh, Kansas and Ar- Arkansas played today. Arkansas got ahead by about 97 points. It's like 38 Kansas to 20, man. horrible. Tease tweeted to Kansas in hell, and then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> Kansas <laughs> – Came Naturally. all the way back and forced overtime. Uh, they went to three overtimes, but unfortunately, Arky won the game, which brought the SEC's bowl record to 1-2 and two, and the Big 12's bowl record to 0-3. Uh, thanks, Baylor, for that, uh, ruining the whole conference. Yep. St- Stefan, I want to ask you a question. Being the only person on this on this podcast who's actually played sports at any sort of high level whatsoever, like what was fascinating to me about the end of that game, and I, we were talking about it before, the, before we got started here, was that you know, at the last play, Kansas ran this like triple reverse thing where their wide receiver was going to throw to the end zone. He had a lane wide open, right? It's the last play of the game. You got to leave everything out on the field. He threw the ball out of the end zone, assuming that like, you know, he had another play to play, you protect the ball, whatever. Like that demonstrates a significant amount of lack of situational awareness to be kind like how much do you know whenever you're playing on the field like what position what like down and distance at what point of the game is it or you just like hey i'm just gonna know what my responsibilities are on this particular play and we'll live to play like how do you balance that shit out like where does that fit into your mentality when you're playing see so i'm not even gonna lie to y'all it was different for me because i was a lineman so like i really didn't have to think about stuff like that Hmm. but Going out when you know it's a game-winning drive, two-minute situation, anything like that, you really have to be on your P's and Q's about that, and you have to message it as a group. Like, we would always talk about the linemen would communicate stuff of, like, hey, you know, if we get this first down, you know, we need to hurry up and get lined up, like something as simple as that. But I I can't even explain it because, you know, for a guy (laughs) at the last second, you literally have to know this is it. Yeah. Like, Like, there's no way you don't know. Like, damn, you know. And everybody's throwing it to the fourth row. Yeah. And everybody's favorite tight end, Jared Casey, he had had a lane, dude. He had cleared a damn lane for that wide receiver to take off. That's not my favorite tight end. You know, but hey, I get it. I understand you have hard feelings (laughs) towards him. But, like, you know, he cleared a lane, but, like, 
the dude just threw the ball away. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, that was crazy. It's, it's, it's something. I think in my life, I maybe had one event that came down to like a last second type play. And it was literally in high school, we were playing a team that was pretty good. And it was for like the region championship. We just do a Hail Mary and we caught the touchdown. But I remember for that play, like our center looked at everybody. He was like, don't you fucking jump on sides. And we fly, right, bro. <laughs> like, we, we're good. We got it. So, again, you never know. When you get out there, you ADD might kick in. Look, I used to be distracted at random stuff sometimes. So it, it happens. If we would get blown <laughs> out, I, mean, I was like, look up at the crowd. Look at these baddies up here down by 30. <laughs> but it's so That's crazy nasty. to put a guy – like in that spot, yeah. in that situation, that ain't been on the field all game, and then you put him in a triple overtime, and that'd be like putting in like the dude down the end of the bench to like hit the game winning three. Like you know, you don't do that. Like he ain't played all game; he's probably not coming in the game to take that one shot. That's a weird thing to do. Big brain shit. Big the brain shit. Thing. It's like, yeah. why would you do that yeah. again? Is is a hundred percent big brain shit? Do yeah. something simple. Yeah. Well, and, and, and like Lance has done that a lot, like all year. I mean, yeah. that's kind of their calling card too. Is like their creativity on offense and his trick plays and stuff. So I mean, we knew it was coming at some point, but ooh, buddy, that didn't age well. Yeah, and Jalen Daniels had thrown for like five hundred and fifty yards. He was or something cooking like that. Like he was yeah, on. He was cooking them. That was very the, weird. Uh, Take it out of his hands and give it to the backups. <laughs> you want to know what some other big brain shit? Uh, Deion Sanders called a play in which he threw the ball to a white person in the HBCU championship <laughs> game. The white person dropped the ball and Dion lost the game. Yeah, that poor white boy. <laughs> they were cooking that white guy. I kind of felt bad for him when I saw the video of Dion consoling him. I was like, okay. You know, Dion walked out, of the, walked out of the locker room was like, and that's why I'm leaving right there, man. That's the reason I'm leaving this school. <laughs> you got to get a better brand of white kid on my team. That's probably yeah, got to be the worst feeling of like literally knowing you cost your team a game. Like, yeah. thank God I've never experienced no shit like that. Man. Oh, That's man. What talking about I no, for sure. What? No, I did in black football. When I was in college, I, I was in a game uh, and I had the game with a touchdown and I was, I had broke off my route and I had flashed open and he threw the ball, it hit me right in the ass. I dropped that bitch and <laughs> lost the game last play of the game. That, I, that is a true story. That I felt like shit, bro. I felt like but I'm going to jump into the road and let the car hit me. It was awful. Now imagine <laughs> that, and it's it's nothing but just white people watching. <laughs> yes. Now imagine you're the only white person in the entire <laughs> I'm the only black person for miles. I look around. <laughs> All these white people looking at me like, Oh, That's why Buddy didn't was... go to Iowa. He went, he went to Alabama. Like, I'm, not this shit. I'm not dealing with well, this shit. And now Dion's got to go to fucking Boulder, Colorado. The widest place white on the planet. People. He's going to see that player <laughs> everywhere he looks. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what if I told you that Lane Kiffin was losing to Texas yeah. State 20 to 7 right now? Oh, they're getting cooked. Can the... you imagine wanting him to be your head coach? It's crazy. <laughs> Especially after the way he recruited. Well, and this is after uh, they bro, also recruited nasty. very poorly. This is after they no, were losing no, recruits left and right. So I've bad. been telling y'all, beating Ole Miss in bowl games not hard. Yeah. Everyone beating bo- everyone Ole Miss in bowl it. games this year easy. This is after Speaking they gave McGuire a pretty big extension too. They gave yes. him six years, right? Six years, like twenty-seven yes, million, yeah. something like that. A lot of he meals. only got that fucking extension because he beat Texas. That team stinks, and they beat Texas, and that's what happens, Sark. When you do dumb shit. Now, Joey McGuire is going to say, hey, this all runs through Lubbock. Every year, 
They went like six and six. Nothing ran Damn. through Lubbock except for Texas' dreams. So Sark's got the whole Big 12 extensions. That's crazy. <laughs> did, who did uh, Oh, they beat OU too. Who I won? forgot that they beat OU this year as well. Wait, haven't we it's beat a... West Virginia twice? Haven't we beat West Virginia twice or am I tripping? Absolutely. You're probably tripping. Congrats. Hell yes. I knew there was one. We beat the one team West Virginia, we beat twice. them. Sark's beat them twice. Congratulations. Pablo, what were you saying? Twice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone can do that string. It's 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 an accomplishment. We should. Be I was just about to say you. that. <laughs> so did did Tech beat Baylor this year? Also, no, uh, no, not this year. Oh, or okay. last year. Okay. I was, well, I was about to say wow, so, it, it may so, be so it may be Baylor two years running. That's crazy. Good for them. Not everyone. It, I was can about to that. say if they beat Baylor, it may be Baylor beating Baylor that's the key because Neil Brown only kept his job because of beating. That's true. And then <laughs> that's they got true. that extension. That's I was exactly about to our whole to flow bar for bar. Well, you know when you beat a champion of a conference, exactly. That's that's where I was going you know? with that. But never mind. Y'all had them in the dirt two years in a row. Congrats. Uh, uh, but yeah, that is the first time that they've beaten Texas and OU in the same season since '09, I believe. If I told y'all that uh, Mike Elko was uh, better than Gus Malzahn, Ooh. would y'all be surprised hey, by that? Oh, I'm so shocked. Not in the slightest. Does Mike Elko have Cam Newton also? Is that like the measuring stick here? I heard Gus Malzahn <laughs> was actually really good in bowl games, uh, Pablo. That's something somebody told me that, that that's actually a yeah. thing. But yeah, I sent that to y'all in the chat. Hey, Gus is eight years, and he won two bowl games at Auburn in eight years. Hey, oh, um, oh. And then he's one and one. But to be fair, Gus is two and two against Elko at A&M. That's true. Well, well uh, that's such an odd. A&M's but been a mess since Elko's Now we can left. put Jimbo back in the dirt with the same. Hey, we can. Hey, we can put him in the dirt. I think Jackson Dart might have just hurt his shoulder. I'm just watching this game right now. I think he might have dinged up his shoulder. Might be done for the day. Oh hell! Well, yeah. they might be better off without they him. Might be better. Exactly what exactly what happened in their bowl game last year too? He just threw. Strength, can, he, early, can he threw one of the ugliest interceptions I've ever seen just a few minutes ago? Uh, you haven't seen much of Haynes King play, so that's understandable. Also. <laughs> Straight, can game. you tell me why Texas A&M still doesn't have an offensive coordinator? What the fuck is going on? I mean, do you on? want my optimist perspective or do you want my pessimist? I no. hate everything perspective. No, of course like, not. I mean, I want the, the optimist perspective is that we got our guy. We're waiting for the bowls to be over. And at this point, what the fuck does it matter? Like, first signing day is over with. Like, we, we're, not, we're not making any waves in the, in, the, in the portal, partially because our depth chart isn't really inviting whatsoever. That's because y'all supplied everybody. Essentially, yeah. So it's hard you're the, to, you're the we are we we are the supply. supply and we demands are, all out of whack. We are patient zero for the portal essentially right now. Sup- supply <laughs> chain. So that's the that's the optimist right station. now is that we Southwest Airlines at yeah, basically that we have the guy. The pessimist is that the the search. I don't think the search is a mess. I think we got. I think we have who we want, and I think we're waiting for the bolts. What's to the be rumblings? Over. Who is it? So I mean, there's been the there's been the Garrett Rylett rumblings that been the conversation has been going on for a while. Another name that's popped up is Andy Ludwig out of Utah. That makes a lot of sense to me. It's yeah. kind of that, you know, smash yeah. mouth spread that Jimbo wants to go to. Um, I think supposedly we made a run after the dude at Washington briefly too. I think that, that we were rebuffed there. So that's the only confirmed one that we know that we struck out on. Um, Wait, you just strike out on the TCU Wait, one? I mean, we haven't Didn't heard a hard resign? no. The only people that we've heard a hard no. Oh, yeah, so like, and he hasn't signed an extension, which is the only reason that everybody's still yeah, kind of like. They're still playing. You know, like, like, because if, you, if TCU had signed him to an extension, they would have made that shit loud. You know, that they, they would have announced yeah, the extension exactly. just the same way Washington just announced the extension that they, that he got. So I don't, I really don't know. Like, and the thing is, like I said, at this point, like we've waited this damn long, like essentially the, what this search feels like. 
call is like the equivalent of Jimbo calling plays. It's going to take, we're going to get that play in with five fucking select, five seconds left on the damn play clock. And we're just going to cross our fingers that we got Kellen Mond throwing the ball out there and not Haynes King. And we can somehow get a first down. But if we got Haynes King out there, Lord knows we're probably going to throw a pick. So yeah, fingers crossed, man. Yeah, it's tough. Fingers crossed. A few more recruiting tidbits before I jump into some uh, bowl previews. Uh, Baylor had a four-star quarterback that was Woo! going there, and now he's not going there because mm. UCLA got uh, that more got got kid, and mm. and nobody thought that he was going to end up at UCLA. Oregon thought they were getting Dante Moore, so instead Oregon just went and robbed Baylor and stole uh, Austin Novosad. their four-star quarterback. So now Baylor, Baylor is bitchless. Uh, Evan, did it really hurt you? To, I know you don't follow recruiting very much, Dude, but obviously I know you heard about this. Dude, How did you feel? It is so – I've told you about this. It is so frustrating for me. I really like – I try as I might, I really can't care about recruiting much, mostly because Baylor's always been middle of the road in the Big 12, and it seems to work for us. Um, so I, I, <laughs> I truly – I truly like don't follow recruiting all that closely, but this guy's like from the same hometown as my girlfriend, and I like all yeah. year I've been like, hey, just so you know, we got a guy from Dripping Springs coming, and he's he's my <laughs> kid. So like, yeah. I it, it like impacted my like relationship. Like I had to go break the news, right? So it's so annoying, dude. I, yeah, that sucks. Uh, Evan, it is fascinating it's, it's, the role that football plays in y'all's relationship. Because like I feel like every time you're in the chat, you're like saying good things about it's crazy, dude. And you're like, well, you know, the girl like. Like hey. I, I swear, like I'm a happy man. I, I that's what I'm about to say. To say happy, you know, happy wife, happy life. You know, Got a vice grip on my boy. <laughs> but it stinks, dude. Yeah. Our whole quarterback situation is fucked all around. It's yeah, all bad. Yeah, now y'all put it's a lot of eggs nasty, in that basket, though. man. Yeah, that was really, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, and Novasad, man, like and you lost and drones. You, when nasty. you saw those dorks, on, I think the reason I hate recruiting is everyone who follows it really to their core is That's a fair. dork. They may not show it. Yeah, no, I, much, I, I, they are. And like, there were so many I dorks that were that. like. Like he owed Twitter like an yeah. apology graphic. Like he was he was taking money out of Hayes Fawcett's pocket or something. Like get out of here. I hope more kids leave. I want you to feel like that more. I hope more kids leave. Yeah, Oregon uh, cleaned up though, so hey, we definitely got to give some props. To Mal- Oregon had a very good day. On day one, that there's going to be a kid. But Peyton Bowen, Here's that was prediction. an interesting saga too to follow. Like signs with Oregon and Very then goes so. back to Oklahoma at the last minute and all that other stuff. That was interesting to follow. There's Oklahoma gonna be a kid. This is the this is the day. blueprint. Yeah, There's gonna be a kid that today, go, goes from. Oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Pablo. Oh no, I was just. He said they had a good day, and I said, yeah, they got that Trace Ford kid today. Didn't mm-hmm. they? I have Oklahoma a State. I have a prediction. I want to get on record. There's gonna be go a kid. He's gonna start his career in College Station. He's gonna spend a year in Oregon. He's gonna go down to USC for a year, and then he's gonna hop over to Bama as a grad transfer, win a natty, and get drafted. I don't know who it is. Someone's gonna do it. His legs are gonna be fresh. He's gonna have no tread on those tires, or he's gonna have all his tread on those tires, and he's gonna be a first round draft pick. I wish there was a transfer portal for fandom. Like I wish you could just like, yeah, just just up and go, up and go, and just Just commit to another school, and like that's where you're locked in. And like everything in the past was erased. Like it's a Men in Black thing. Like they flash the thing and everything in your past, you just all the hurt and you just focus on your new team. I wish that there was that for fans. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. He's so sincere. Like he can see it. Like just looking up, gazing at the stars when he was saying it. That was nice. that was deep. We should say that uh, Oklahoma had a top five class according to some of the services. 
according to nasty ass services like ESPN, they had a top three class, but nobody knows ESPN. Oklahoma fans like showing us ESPN <laughs> rankings. Like nobody used ESPN <laughs> rankings. Like literally hey, nobody. We did, aren't we the podcast been, that just been talked years. about PFF saying that Arch Manning? <laughs> like, y'all are the same fucking fan base, man. You were space. No, no, you were talk about how it's like y'all use Zoom and they use spaces. That's all it is. You want to? You want to? <laughs> so, so many parallels. <laughs> Y'all want to know why they're nastier than us? Uh, every Oklahoma fan I follow and saw on the internet put up the oh, Britt Venable's got a top five class. Lincoln Riley never got a top five class when he was at Oklahoma. Lincoln they, Riley. Everyone was saying that bro. all those games or lose forty nine to nothing. Yeah, he never they lost forty nine nothing or went six and six either. And he took They're the Heisman so winner from from y'all and left and went to a better place with better pay. They and like better the real, weather. They hibernated in the fall. That's what they did. They burrowed, <laughs> they un- burrowed. until until the cold winter winds came here. And now they're back out, and it's our problem now. <laughs> we should uh, get on some of the upcoming bowl games. Like I said, uh, the Texas Tech bowl game, uh, Texas Tech Ole Miss is going on as we're recording. Got a hell, man. They just scored again. Yeah, 26-7. Damn. Uh, North Carolina, Oregon still 21-14. Uh, fourth quarter just started there. But we do got some other bowls that will air before we get to y'all. And we probably should. We can either start with the playoffs or go into the other bowl and end with the playoffs. Well, how do y'all think we should go? Let's uh, end with the playoff. All right. Well, tomorrow, uh, or maybe when you hear this, maybe it'll be today. Texas plays so, teams, let me stop. Yeah, okay, right. here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> Good go Lord. ahead. When you're young, you have to learn. We were all young at once in our life, right? We never perfected our craft until we had time, right? Quinn was young. He faced wind. He faced a lot of adversity. I'm putting this shit on record, on wax, on the cloud, whatever this is streaming to. Quinn starts his Heisman campaign for 2023 tomorrow night. I guarantee y'all are going to eat your words about his terrible throws. So if you want to make apologies, make them now because Texas is beating the shit out of Washington. That's all I got to oh say about God. that game. PFF would say that Quinn or Arch starts their Heisman <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I hope that Quinn doesn't throw the ball at all very much. I hope that we run the ball for 350 yards and win the game. I don't want to see Quinn out there thinking he's – if Quinn goes out there thinking this is going to be my Heisman moment, we are losing to Washington, brother. I can tell you that right fucking now. In Washington, we yeah, are this losing. Is, really fucking this, this, that's that Emmanuel Acho mean. It's Quinn Ewers time. Quinn Ewers. Hopefully, Quinn has been working on his handoffs and pitches in practice, and he does that, and we're about to run the ball very oh, well man. on Washington. I agree that we're going to win the game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout because Michael Penix Jr. is really him, and he's going to put up numbers. But we got that dog in us, and we're going to run the ball. We're going to make it physical, and we're going to beat Washington tomorrow. But, you know, what's the line that, that game's happened. That's in the Alamo. Uh, I, last time I saw it, it was Texas minus six. It's dropped down to three no, and a half. Texas minus four. Yeah, it's dropped down to three and a half, I think, since, half. Uh, since everybody opted out for Texas. Bro, Texas La, is, that the, is that the lock of the week? Is that the, is that the non-Rocket not, Mortgage Not lock? Rocket Mortgage. No, it's absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well. Oh, anybody else got any Texas? Any anybody else got any Texas or Washington thoughts? Evan, I'm sure you have some thoughts. Uh, not really on Texas. I think y'all are going to lose, but I think just Washington is really good. Um, I think the Big Twelve is going to go 0 and 8 in bowls this year, bros. We're already 0 and 3, and like Possibly, it's not looking. Texas, Texas, Texas beating Texas, the shit out of Mississippi Texas State. Texas Tech right beat, now. Beat the hell yeah, out of Joey McGuire. Joey McGuire is going to seal the deal here. You guys are right. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> no, Oklahoma's getting their ass whooped tomorrow. I think the Texas game will be good and fun. I'm excited to watch it. I don't think you win. And then I think Alabama <laughs> is going to put Kansas State in hell. I think I think I think the Big Twelve isn't going to win a game this year in bowl season. Pablo, who is this segment yeah. sponsored by? This is the not Rocket Mortgage, literally any other mortgage servicer in America segment. I don't know what you did for Christmas or what you did for your kids. I know you probably spent a lot of money. Here we go. But what little bit you have left, put it all on Florida State to cover nine and a half. Oklahoma is the worst fucking program we've seen in the past couple of decades. And if it wasn't for nasty wins against teams like Nebraska and whoever else they played on ESPN 32, they would be bowling. Is that wins or wins? Florida State. I couldn't, couldn't tell the difference. Wins or wins? No, no, no. That- that Florida is one State of two cheese bowls improved. They blow Oklahoma out. Yeah. What's the line? You said good. nine? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Oh, Lord. Oklahoma, y'all nine and a half point dogs. Oh, my y'all God. Y'all both got kind of hoed with playing hard teams. Us two, really. All three of us played really <laughs> tough teams this year. <laughs> stop this shit right now. Bro. All of us are stop look, this shit right We got hoed this year. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, man. Uh, the Cotton Bowl is, is uh, like a. Uh, we re- we referred to earlier the Cotton Bowl is Bama and, and Kansas State. I'm very excited for this game, uh, Pablo. What do you think about Bama's chances in this game? I don't know who's playing, who's not playing for Bama, but I know Bryce is playing and uh, and yeah, playing, playing as well for for Alabama. Yeah, I mean we're not we're not gonna get like don't want to be there, Bama in this game. I don't think because I mean that's just that doesn't seem like the kind of guys that like Bryce and Will Anderson are. Um, I, I think they're going to body Kansas State personally, <laughs> yeah, as much I as I hate to say it and admit it. Um, I know that. I mean, obviously, I, I would love for that not to be the result, but yeah, I think I think <laughs> they're about to body bag them. I see Bama uh, minus five point five. Um, currently, is what the line is, or at least this little thing I'm looking at shows me that's what the line is. You got to put a trillion dollars on that. They're going to win by like forty. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think Deuce will try to undress somebody, at. and somebody will like. Come off, off the cut and just just <laughs> remove him off his feet, like yeah. you know it, it'll be a couple of those kind of things going on. And that that quarterback for Kansas State is going to be in hell, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that. And again, I I don't I think this game will be close only because I think that Alabama's so bad on the back end, and Will Howard can throw a little bit, but I still think that Bama should be able to get it done. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. I think it's going to be close. I said that was the Cotton Bowl. I meant that was a Sugar Bowl. Uh, sugar my bowl yeah. Well, not everyone can win a Sugar Bowl, as we all know. <laughs> no, you're right. You know, it's not for everybody. <laughs> it's it's definitely not for everybody, especially when you got to so play against true. the SEC team. Mm-hmm. Only, only the, only the realest of the real can go in there and get that <laughs> win. So, you know, I definitely understand that. Uh, I did mention the Cotton Bowl. That's Tulane and USC, and I think right now the line is USC minus four and a half. This is where Bloch should have been putting his money because I don't. It, they said Caleb wants to play in this game. We don't know if he's actually going to play in this game. Uh, I don't know why he would play in this game, if I'm being honest, uh, if it's a close call. But he wants to play in the game, they say. Uh, anybody got any thoughts about Tulane or USC in the, in the contest? Well, Caleb, he has to play football at USC next year, right? Like, yeah, he, he can't bounce. Drafted, yeah, so he, may as he might as well play. And, I mean, unless his leg's falling off, he may as well go beat the shit out of it just depends on how It depends <laughs> on how injured he is. Like, I know he had the hamstring issue that he was yeah. dealing with. Right. Uh, maybe USC is going to be able to score on Tulane. I don't know. I don't know enough about Tulane's defense to know so, and I don't know a lot about Tulane's offense. But I can tell you right now, Tulane's going to be able to score against USC. Everybody can score against USC. The five of us on this podcast can score against USC. 
That's yes. one of the worst defenses in the country. They beat country. Tulane, beat Kansas State. We yeah, talked about this. They did. Yeah. Tulane, they did. Damn. Okay. They're a decent team. Oh, I need that. I need USC to lose to them. I think you definitely run it more into the they don't want to be their team with USC more so than anybody else this bowl season. Yeah. I mean, not Absolutely. to give that excuse to them, but like, I mean, come on. Which do you think that if, if USC, after, the hist- after what they've been through, don't want to be there in the fucking Cotton Bowl? I, I I don't I doubt that they that team they ain't done shit lately. I feel like they should be very happy to be there. Maybe they don't like their opponent so much, but they should be very happy to be in the fucking Cotton Bowl. But How especially if Caleb is playing though, like it, it just I don't it, you're not gonna have that same uh, level of true. buy-in from everybody. You know, I don't have any beef with OU fans because it's the entire enemy and my enemy is my friend thing. But like, what do you think would give OU fans more joy? OU winning or USC losing? 100% it's USC, USC losing yeah. USC. I would have to think so, especially losing to Tulane. Yeah, I would have to think that, like, there would be a lot of, like, there'd be a lot of spaces that pop up after that one. Well, they were yeah. just dunking on a coach who won, like, seven rings there because they got a top five recruiting class. They don't care about winning. Oklahoma fans no. were mad at Baker Mayfield because he picture, said yeah. something no, nice about or took a picture of Lincoln Riley. That's how they live in a weird soap opera. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they want to be. They want others to be in hell more so than their yes. own happiness, for sure. <laughs> Especially because they went six and six, and they already know they're trash. So another another loss on the schedule to an actual good Florida State team will only hurt so much. But seeing Lincoln go out sad to Tulane, they will never forget that for as long as they live. Ever, yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. and I got that line wrong. The line's now a USC minus two, so it's coming yeah. closer to one like, thing. Can we, let's talk about one thing, Lee, because we move on. To, like, did y'all, did y'all hear the news about Kayshawn Boot or Boutte, however you pronounce his last name? Yeah, like he announced Booty. he what announced happened? that he was coming back back in December. So he says I'm coming back from a junior whatever, and then he announced that he wasn't gonna or they was announced that he wasn't gonna play in whatever bowl game that LSU was in. And so everything's cool. But in this, what was odd is that they announced that he wasn't gonna play in the bowl game, but they specifically announced in the press release that he was enrolled for the spring semester. Not more than half an yeah, hour later, back. he yeah. comes out on Twitter and says, "I have decided to declare for the 2023 draft." There's some weird. That's, a, that's wow. it. Was a weird turn of events that was going on there. Like that was a very strange. strange so check thing. out, um, check out no context college football like the at no context CFB on Twitter, and they posted like it's it's a three image tweet where it's got like the announcement that he's coming back, and then it's a tweet of Jalen Daniels announcement that he's coming back, and then it's <laughs> Booty announcing he's going to the league because Daniels is coming back. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'll send it to you. But yeah, that was a that was a weird uh, it we... was a weird situation, like a weird turn of events that happened. We got the orangest orange bowl maybe ever with Tennessee and Clemson. And uh this is a pretty good matchup. Uh maybe not as good as it would have been because obviously Hooker's still hurt, so he's not gonna play in this game. But Clemson will be playing the club net kid uh who took DJ's job, who was the number one quarterback in his class, and right now the line is Clemson minus five and a half which I'm sure a lot has to do with the Tennessee not having his quarterback. Uh, this should still be a pretty fun up-and-down game. I'm pretty excited for it, if only just to watch Club Nick and see what the new Clemson looks like. Uh, and I'm hoping for a Tennessee win, but either one of these teams is fun to slander, so I really don't really care what happens. After what Dabo said about NIL, oh my gosh. how he built oh this my program, God, I hope Tennessee oh beats God. the absolute shit no, you, out of Clemson. No, you're right. you damn sure right. Oh, we said, haven't talked about Dabo saying NIL yet. Yeah, he said, oh, yeah. Of God. he said he's been doing NIL 
because he's been in the name, image, and likeness of the Lord. That's how he's built this program. Shout out to Park. And that is the most righteous gemstone shit that I've yeah, ever heard Jesus in my life. Jesus rolled his eyes when he heard that. He like, had, he had to. to. He literally had to. Oh, brother. He's just sitting on that, too. That wasn't in the moment. He's proud. Oh, you know that he said that, he said that in quiet and fundraising, too. You know he he's said probably that tested before. it at dinner. <laughs> he workshopped that. Yeah. I know he did. He workshopped did. that. Absolutely. Dabo, that is nasty as hell. You nasty as hell, bro. But I And I agree. I hope Tennessee stomps him into the mud. But Hooker's not there, so I don't know how likely that is because Clemson might not have been great uh, with DJ on offense, but the defense has been pretty solid this year. So yeah. we'll also, see what Tennessee looks like. Dabo, if you're listening, that theology fucking stinks, bro. <laughs> Black kids getting paid isn't the opposite of the image and likeness of God, you fucking bozo. <laughs> Hope you fall down, fall down that hill, you bitch. North Dick Carolina Dick just Dick went up 24 to 14 on uh, Auburn, we should, uh, on Oregon. We should say that this uh, North Carolina and Oregon game is a Bo Nix uh, versus uh, Luke May. Not Luke May. Drake May. Drake. Whatever Drake may Drake. matchup, pretty good quarterback matchup, but it's not really a shootout. Somehow UNC found out how to play defense. Uh, that's crazy because when we saw them play a team that beat Jimbo this year and them teams combined for like 97 points, it was the yeah, nastiest was thing I've ever points. seen when they played App State. Um, what else we got? We got Penn State in Utah, and I think Penn State's about to get dirt napped, and it hurts me to say because my dad is a big Penn State fan, but right now they got Utah minus uh, two and a half, and this is in the Citrus Bowl and uh, Utah and Penn State. I love this matchup. I think yeah, it's, it's a, a very good matchup. Should be a fun game. But I think Utah matchups. is really good. I think Utah is very good, and I don't like Penn State's chances in this game. But Penn State has won ten games. They've only lost to those two teams that we never talk about because they never beat them. But they've only lost to those guys. Yeah, that should be a fun one. I really have no opinion on that whatsoever. Like I don't really care who wins either way. I think Utah, just based on what we saw against USC. I feel like they're gonna run. They're gonna run all over Penn State, and it's gonna be ugly. Did y'all see the Utah helmets for that game? They like put yeah, a rose sweet. on it. Hmm. They put a rose. Yeah, on they it? typically do. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, they do that, don't they? Whenever they play in the rose, yeah. I feel like they've done that before. They did. Utah staying uh, right next to my uh, apartment, so I saw their buses today. So you, the, you, the Utes are in town. Uh, hide your kids, hide your wife, I guess, because the Utes are in town, and that, that's gonna be a pretty <laughs> fun game. Uh, we also got Notre Dame in South Carolina, which a game that I really, really love uh, in the Sun Bowl. And right now, Notre Dame's minus 2.5. Huh. Uh, Notre Dame really started to put some stuff together at the end of the year. But so did uh, South Carolina. Carolina. So yeah. did Spencer Rattler. So that'll be – I think that's going to be a very, very fun do game. Do we know if uh, South Carolina's offensive coordinator is going to be coordinating that game? Because I know he took off for Nebraska. I'd be interested to see who's going to be calling plays for South Carolina that game as a wild card. Great point. I have no yeah, I idea, know. but that's that's. I forgot that that, that he's taking off to Nebraska. I don't know why I remember that shit. That, like that, that I had that, that that information has no use to me whatsoever. I'm not going to watch because that because the Aggies game. don't have an offensive like, coordinator. I hate my life, man. <laughs> yeah, you just uh, LSU the, the, the offensive coordinator sweepstakes, and you just keep associating yourself with all the ones that you see. <laughs> exactly, and pay hyper attention to those things. We got LSU and Purdue who are playing in the – which bowl are they? Are they in the, the Cotton peach. Bowl? I thought I already said something. I think they're in the Peach, the peach bowl, bowl, yeah. Whatever I'm reading keeps listing all the names of the bowls wrong. Uh, they're in the Peach Bowl. LSU's favored by 14 and a half yeah, against Purdue. Yeah, they're going to beat the hell yeah, out of Purdue. Uh, uh, beat Purdue they bad. should beat the hell out of yeah. them. Uh, Daniels will be healthy, so he'll play. Uh, and Purdue didn't guard anybody all year anyway. It's mostly just the offense that was putting up numbers. I think LSU's going to 
cover that. I don't know if Blah's betting that, but I'd like two, to know two division Blah's winners. Betting. How about that? Yeah. LSU and Purdue. Both got dirt napped in the conference championship, but you definitely threw division winners. Uh, okay, I think we want to go playoffs because the only other two games I have are Mississippi State, Illinois, and Pitt, UCLA, and I don't think anybody cares. Nah, nobody cares. No, no literally no, no one cares at all. those games. All right, so Not let's talk all. playoffs. Y'all have heard from a Georgia fan on this podcast. Y'all have Shout also out. Wait, heard you from... say Mississippi State, Illinois? Yes, Mississippi State, Illinois. They're playing. Okay, got to pay a little homage to Mike. That's fair. I hope they don't run the ball a single time. Yeah. They quarterback throw it seventy five times a game. Throw it, throw it seventy times. Go, I mean every every single down, just throw the ball. Yep, that'd be fun because Illinois rarely ever throws the ball, so it should yeah, literally the exact be one opposite. team exactly. refuses to pass and one yes. refuses to run. That should, that should be happens. what they do. They just have a gentleman's handshake at the beginning, and and Bert and Zach Arnett will just handshake. I'll throw it every time. I'll run it every time. Let's go. That would be phenomenal. That would be a fun bowl game. Let's set that shit up. Um. All right, let's talk playoffs. You've heard from a, a TCU fan on this podcast. You've heard from a Georgia fan on this podcast. You will not be hearing from an Ohio State or Michigan fan on the podcast. Because nobody cares about the Big Ten. We will no, we no promise doubt. you we actually couldn't find any Big Ten fan. fans. There are none, actually. It's so String, crazy, String has an almost association with Ohio State. My mom is from Michigan and is a big Michigan fan, so we can be the de facto Ohio State Michigan fans. I like that. I like Buckeyes are in hell, String. Buckeyes are in hell. You, you, that T-S-U-N is is ass. Go eat 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 a eat a bag of eat a bag of dicks. Go to hell. I kind of want to start with TCU Michigan just because I think that's way more fascinating of a matchup. Uh, we should also say that Duggan has declared for the draft, so this might be the last time we see Duggan, depending on how the game goes. Uh, this might be the last time we see him in college. Um, and Is I, someone going to draft him? No. Not early. All right. I think he is going to get drafted. Okay. And if you look at the booty butt cheek quarterbacks that are starting around the NFL this week, if you had just have a gander, then you can't really count on anybody to make an NFL start. Mr. Irrelevant is currently starting for the NFL for the Niners, who are a playoff team. Yeah, where, where, where did he, he go to college again, left. Evan? Where did Mr. Irrelevant go to college again? Matt Cr- Campbell. There it Matt is. Campbell couldn't have a winning record with there it is. With, with a pro quarterback. And, and a Pro Bowl <laughs> running back and two Pro Bowl receivers. <laughs> yep. He couldn't he couldn't win ten games. It's not an episode Matt until is disgusting. gets in his bars about Iowa State. It's not a podcast until we get he, that off his One time gone. started yeah. a middle linebacker gotcha. at quarterback and then put him back at middle linebacker. He's playing in their face. <laughs> He's, He's playing, playing in, their, in face. their face. Nonstop. They, uh, uh, Iowa State fans have, have been having fun on Twitter. And when I say Iowa State fans, I mean the only one. one. There's only one Iowa State fan. The one. He's been making fun of Kansas because they lost the Shaco game. Shaco Larry you know has had back. them in hell. <laughs> Once he gets going, you got to get out of his way, dude. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not it, worth it. A literal cyclone on the internet. You have to move. <laughs> like, deter your path. Uh, okay, so I want to talk about – I know we are split. I know Bloss seems to think that TCU is going to win this game. I think that he might be alone in that, but he I, does think TCU is going to win this game. Is there anyone else that wants to join him in that opinion? I don't think TCU is going to win. I just think that Michigan, their offensive line, their defense, they're just too good at, like, playing Big Ten ugly football. But I think that TCU can make it interesting. I mean, I think that, like, TCU is yeah. not an untalented team. They got talent at quarterback. They got talent at wide receiver. They got talent at running back. Like, they got – they got some dudes out there. I just I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think that like I think TCU is going to make it interesting. 
I think they're going to lose, and I think they're going to be 12 and 2 with nothing to speak of, and I can't wait to fucking rub it in. <laughs> Turn that up, Evan. Now you spin, brother. That's and exactly what no I need to rings, Losing an at large bid to the college football playoff. <laughs> fucking nasty. I don't like That's that uh, TCU has gone to the playoffs before Texas. Um, I don't respect that, and I'm, I'm, I need them to get dirt napped. I do think the game will be close. I hope that it's not close. I hope Michigan stomps them out, but I don't think that Michigan will stomp them out. Um, I think TCU has a lot of heart, and Duggan's just too good to get beat by a lot. But I do think Michigan's going to win the game, and I think it's for the same reason String just said. I just don't know what TCU's going to do with the offensive line. And because they'll be able to run the ball, I don't know what they'll TCU's going to do with the play action, and I think it's yeah. going to get nasty. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like one of those. When it comes out to it. Yeah, fourth quarter, and they're going to be up like um, 31 to 20, and we're going to be like, how the hell is it even this close or something like that? Yeah. And, and well, TCU, you wanna... I mean, they, they rely on big plays a lot. So, I mean, they do have that strike potential where two plays, you know, that's all you need to keep you in a game. Like, they have that mm-hmm. capability. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that's probably where they'll get their points, whereas Michigan will just, just choke them out, like, as the game goes. Did you well, why is TCU going to win this game? He's on a – he I just texted and said he's on a I, conference, but he, he he wanted us to, quote, fuck Michigan. So, that was that's his take right there. Fuck Michigan. It's in the text. All right, dude. All right. Well, does anybody want to take Ohio State to beat Georgia? I think the line is seven because I bet it today. Maybe it was six. No, I think it's seven. No. No. I mean. I sure don't. No. Georgia? I had. Where was I going to go? Sorry, I was looking at the line for the TCU. I forgot to say the line for the TCU-Michigan game. I can't find it. Where is it at? I'm back. TCU. Oh, it's minus seven. Michigan minus 7.5. There's yeah, so TCU is 100% winning that game. I listened to the lies and winning. <laughs> TCU is winning. Do not act surprised when you see it Saturday. I'm telling you. How are they going to win? They're not winning that game. They're going to win because Michigan is mid and overrated, and y'all have watched them in comparison to Big Ten teams. If you go get a fat man that runs a seven foot, a seven three forty, and then he runs beside me, I would look fast too. Until you look at the time, I'm going to be slow as hell. <laughs> you think TCU is going to have more speed than Michigan? But have you considered their non-conference schedule where they had Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn in absolute hell? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Thank you, Pablo. Dan's a dangerous team. Max Duggan is going to try to do things that he can do against the stinky-ass defenses of the Big 12 this year, and he is going to get fucking put Yeah, they, they got the some dogs. Dan has been through heart surgery. Michigan does not scare no. him. He, I mean, he is in danger. He ain't got to be scared yeah. to get bum rushed out there. He ain't got to be scared yeah. for that to happen. Uh, they got some dogs over there. Georgia is a seven-point favorite against Ohio State. Uh, My boy and they're dogs. playing in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, blah, what do you think about this particular game? I, I, do you, th- you think Georgia's going to cover? they going to cover the seventh? Ohio State fans, I'm sorry. I don't think any program should have to go through what they're going to go through. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's not fair to y'all that you make the playoffs and this is what you get. Hey, if Texas made the playoffs and they played us Georgia, first off, we beat Georgia all the time, so it's nothing. But if we did play Georgia, I would be very concerned. I do not – I would not want this draw. Leave me at home. Let me go to a bowl game I can win. What's Tulane doing? I, I mean, these kids What's are getting – What's Tulane doing? These kids are getting these bowl gifts just to go get dismantled this weekend. I, prayers are. I, I think LeBron said some cool shoes, bro. This one. Their fans are acting like Ryan Day is coaching for his job in the playoff. They fucking Yeah, that's stink. been a na- – I've seen that they too. Stink. 
and he's not. To lose. But I mean, they are think, fed up with this I don't this think shit. this independent game, like this individual game, will be that. But it'll just be another notch in the belt if they do lose. And yeah. it's like you're just now stacking like another playoff loss with another loss to Michigan, with another loss to Michigan going into next year. Like that, that stuff starts accumulating. No, oh, for it sure. It can get much worse. But when you're, but think about like how the Oklahoma fans have felt. Like that's how yeah. Ohio State fans feel. Like they don't think it Whoa. can. But, he, but here's the thing: like we're on the same page here. Like I would say that. So the only difference, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up stand up for my Ohio State Buckeyes. The only difference here is that like Ohio State's got some recent memories or recent history. Um, Brian, what was his name? Shit, John Cooper. You know, before before they hired the guy who before they hired Tressel, like he was kind of he was Ryan Day essentially. Couldn't beat Michigan. Couldn't really win the big one. Couldn't really do anything. Yeah. Always had pretty records. You know, and played some good ball had talented players, but he just couldn't ever, like, get them over the hump. And I want to say he lost, like, five or six five or six straight to Michigan, and eventually they fired him and hired Mike Tressel and, or hired Jim Tressel, and it took off from there. So I think that, like, Ohio State fans are in position to be able to have that argument better than OU fans are, if that makes sense. And I, there was a blog sure. out there that said there was but a blog I'm out just saying, that that's where that, John Cooper that's thing. where that sense is coming from, though, is, yeah. like, that mentality that you should be better – and they're not going to accept not being better for very long. Yep. I think they're getting dirt napped. I, I trust Stetson. I trust Georgia. But I will say on behalf of Ohio State, sure, the final score of the Michigan game looked bad, and their second half of the Michigan game was probably the worst they played all year. But they played them close in the first half, and they looked a lot more – they looked like their talent level was a lot closer to what Michigan was doing, and then Harbaugh did some scheme stuff, and all of a sudden Ohio State was in hell. But I don't think Ohio State is as bad as the worst half of football they've played all year. And so I don't expect Ohio State to come out there and look that bad. Stroud is a dog. Stroud is a Heisman candidate. Like, Stroud is a very good quarterback. And he'll be the best quarterback on the field. No they got Marvin Harrison Jr. They got, right. they got some – I mean, they got dudes no, they got for some sure. Studs. I mean, yeah, what they, they can do – because the coaches are smart, I mean, what they'll watch a lot of the film from last year's SEC championship game, try to recreate a lot of what Bama did with those receivers and Bryce. Mm-hmm. But then Georgia will also counter exactly what happened because they know that's what Ohio State's going to be looking at, yeah. you know, to, to do. So it'll be an interesting little chess match going on there. I think it's, it's so fascinating because maybe conventional wisdom would tell – you like the, the the worst matchup that Ohio State has on the field is their offensive line and their interior run game against the Georgia defensive line. But by the same token, you can't just go, you can't just not try to run the ball, but you also can't try to like we're going to establish a run because that shit's not going to happen. Like yeah. you're not going to establish a run against Georgia, so that has that's a pipe dream. So obviously you need to do it just to set up the pass, but you're going right. to have to let Stroud go out there and throw four or five touchdowns probably to go win this game. And Georgia, when they've been playing down to certain teams, look like you could score on them. And when they've been playing up, you look like you can't score on yeah. them. So I think it'll be a pretty fascinating matchup. Uh, I don't like the matchup for Ohio State. Uh, and I, it doesn't look like it's going to be pretty. But, you know, we'll see Ohio State was able to sneak in there because USC couldn't take care of business. But I don't think USC would have put up a very good game against Georgia either. So I, I mean, is there a the team in the country right. right now that would have put up a good fight against Georgia? I don't necessarily there know that there be. is. I don't think that there, there is right be. now. You know, and especially if Georgia's on. Like, if they overlook and you give them, like, a, a Kent State or a Mizzou situation that they don't give a shit about who they're playing and they're just going through the motions, fine. But, like, at this point, like, man, I don't, I don't know. And I don't really time, see a team that can a, a give couple, Georgia yeah, full a couple four weeks of game four, plan four for a specific opponent. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's touching them. Yikes. Well, those are our two playoff games. There are a couple of bowls after the playoffs that we should probably hit as well since 
we won't be back until uh, next Tuesday. These games happen on Monday, obviously. I think that. Oh, I think that's it. I think that's all I need to get to. Uh, is there any more news or anything we want to talk about? We talked about uh, Aggie not having an offensive coordinator. Hopefully, we can get one soon. Baylor, yeah, Baylor uh, have a defensive coordinator yet? Well, I think we got this guy from Oregon. The yeah, they. Code, but Cody he was also Oregon. at he was also at Baylor until this year. So he like left and now he's coming back. So oh, who is uh, it? Wait, like what a, was he when he left? What what job did he have at Baylor? Um, I could be. I think he was like a safeties coach. Got it. But he was here and then he got poached over to Oregon and now I think he's coming back as as the defensive coordinator. I think it'll be good. I think it'll work. I also don't want to talk about Baylor football at all for like yeah. ten and a half weeks. No, you're, yeah, no, I feel that. So ask me in like April, and we can chop it up <laughs> after the next signing shout day. Out. Yeah, after the next signing day is over. I should also shout out that the Texas uh, volleyball team won the national championships. Yet another national championship for Texas. Uh, your director's cup. Director's uh, cup. Here we come. Right now. Y'all are gonna have to build a new football stadium to hold all those trophies. just to hold the cups. Yes, just just to hold all the director's <laughs> cups. That's the only thing that'll ever happen in that stadium. You're gonna have to remodel that end zone again. All these so trophies. We're about keep to have in. Washington in hell tomorrow. Not like Blah was saying, but we're about to beat Washington tomorrow. Let's get some uh, score predictions from y'all then. Blah said it was gonna be a blowout. I'm predicting Washington 28, Texas Ooh, 38. Score. Okay. I respect Kenny Quinn. Quinn is really him. That'll be fun to a, watch. A, a special bowl request. Can I? Can you predict Quinn's stat line? If Texas wins the game, then Quinn's stat line looks as follows: <laughs> ten of fifteen. Goddamn. A hundred and twenty-seven yards, a touchdown, and that's it. Well, if you think that's Sark Quinn, is I only see. gonna let him throw fifteen times, you in for something else. He needs else. to, especially we with Bijan out of the game, like. like Arch we need to keep Penix off the field. Already. We the only way we're going to be able to rule the ball consistently is to run the ball, and we need to keep Penix off the field. If he starts, if Quinn throws the ball more than twenty five times, Texas is losing this game. That's just a yeah. fact. Yeah, we need. We do. I mean, I want to get to Blah. Well, Blah's. I think he's on a call, but we do need to talk about the fact that our that our that that beard still has this job right now, man. Like, what's what's the? Oh my god, what's this going on there? We all knew so it was going to happen, though. She was going to recant mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah. True. Charges and nothing. This happens come often. She's it recanting does. now. Texas is holding on. They, they're just basically not saying anything since just the original the lawyer update, thing. which was we're investigating it. Up. So they got the lawyer setting up, and they're definitely setting up for Beard to keep this job. Yeah, which sure. to me is extremely nasty. But again, it's like so Pablo crazy. said, very predictable because Beard is a good coach. Uh, but it's just it is it is so easy to fire a sicko. It is the safest thing you can do. It's fire is sick. It really is. Because nobody can Texas be like, well, you shouldn't have done it. Like, oh, at least they don't have that. Yes, sicko who can come back and be like, see, this here's yeah. where you fucked up. You fired this sicko. Nobody ever does that. Like, yeah. no. that never happens. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's I mean, nasty as hell to me. Nasty. It's so Obviously, nasty. the guy's a great basketball coach, so I understand why it's happening, but I it's it it it, it puts me in a dark place just because I love Texas basketball and I don't want to I don't want to have to deal with those things. It's already complicated enough to root for a team like that. And it puts you, really it puts you in a tough spot as a fan. And, and like with them not yeah. firing him, there's no legal recourse. So it's hard to punish someone that well, there's no actual consequence for. So it's, like, what's, it's, what's it's a weird spot to be. And what's interesting about this too is that like 
the expectation, like it, it's a no-win situation for Texas fans because, like, let's say y'all do, y'all play well, let's say y'all make it far into the tournament, let's say you lose in the Sweet Sixteen, then you're gonna be like, no. we really lo- we really kept this coach to lose in the Sweet Sixteen. Like the exactly. only thing that could redeem the program right now, and not redeem it from a moral perspective, but for just redeem it to say yes, this was the right decision, will be Texas winning the title. And maybe that happens, but even if you win the title, it's still like, well, you won, you won the title on the at, at what cost? You're never going to be able to disassociate <laughs> the controversy from this season, Max. essentially. Exactly. You know, Max. and I think that that's a challenging spot to be in. It's ass, yeah. bro. Nasty. It is ass. That's nasty. That is not gonna like the best case scenario is that you guys play well despite having a sicko. Yeah. Yikes. How's uh, uh is, has uh, uh Baylor basketball lost another game? No, just still at two. We played some team tonight named Nipples Taint. <laughs> and what? we beat them by like 30 points. What? Nickels Nickels State. State. Is that State. Nickels. Oh, Nickel yeah. State. Okay. I texted Matt that joke and he... Dude, Matt fucking hated that joke when I texted it to him. <laughs> I can imagine. I couldn't text it fast enough earlier. I could imagine his reaction. That's awesome. Yeah, I want a uh, special shout out to Bobby J. Beans, Konnichiwa. Auburn started their conference schedule tonight and had Florida in hell. Florida in the dirt. Colin Castle to suck my dirt. Did we talk about <laughs> the national championships that took place since we were gone? Yes, we, we did. did. We, we did touched on the directors. Cup. Yeah, we already we moved past that. We you want to get talked about the directors? We already moved past that. We come right in whenever the directors cup talk came up. We also we did not mention though that Texas signed a top three class, and I know that we've signed good classes before, but this is actually the best class that we've signed, including the Charlie and the Tom Herman years. So y'all better be careful, guys. Yeah, finally got talent in Austin. We should. We should all Just be watch worried. Out. Texas is finally yes. his talent. Dude, Texas I, recruited Texas Will. Look out. Nope. I haven't slept <laughs> all week. I haven't slept at all. Now that Texas is getting five stars, I've been I know, dude. It's crazy. Around my crazy house. What are we going to do? Who would, who would have don't thought? need five stars to be Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have Apparently a winning you record do. against Air Force. Not every team on this podcast has a winning record against Air Force. I'd like to. Well, I have you know that the year that we let them win, <laughs> I was going to tell a lie. I don't even have a good lie. It was windy as hell the way we played. So Bro, I watched the end of White Lotus. Bo Nix is driving right now, man. For that game. Bo Nix is driving. Oh. I need to change it to he that. You might have just got a, yeah, he just got an intercept. He just got a PI in the end zone. Oh, Miss. Oh, my score stream's too. behind. Well, the, the Oregon, game. as y'all can hear, the Oregon UNC game is going down to the wire. Uh, Texas yep. Tech's up. I think 36 to 7, 26 to 7 Damn. at halftime against Ole Miss. Lane is nasty, bros. I'm just, Lane, Lane is nasty. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is driving. They got a third and goal right now. But yeah, Jackson Lane, is nasty, Lane is nasty. Keeps getting stuck playing in these nasty ass Uh And also, regarding games. coaching news, Trent Dilfer, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> what? Yeah, Trent Dilfer basically Trent Dilfer. came up and He's said, like, taking like, shots at like Auburn and stuff today. Yeah, we're or not today, the best like players the in Alabama. Oh, I thought you were going to your wife. Yeah, I was like, he was basically like, if you don't go to the University of Alabama, we understand that, but we're going to get all the best player, all the rest of the best players in, in the state. And basically oh shit, he's taking, he's he's aiming he's directly shots. at Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's taking, taking shots. That's watch watch yourself, Trent. No. You, you keep talking like that. I, I'm an alumnus of Auburn and UAB. UAB is where I went to grad school, and I'm not going to be able to pull for this program if his bald-headed ass don't quit, cut the shit. 
You don't want your two girls fighting. Just no. Like, and the God, crazy thing stay. is, the crazy thing is about this. Like we're gonna we're gonna be the second best program. Okay. His high school quarterback was committed to Liberty, but now he's coming to Auburn. The kid that literally just played for him in high school is coming to Auburn and not UAB. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Those kids are lucky to have a Super Bowl winner at the front of the ship, though. That's something Auburn doesn't really bring to the table these days. Are you telling me that Hugh Freeze didn't win a Super Bowl? Did Hugh Freeze win a Super Bowl? Yeah, he got one one with Laramie Tunsil. I was about to say, there's a – I'm sure there's a club that he enjoys called the Super Bowl. (laughs) The Super Bowl with Laramie Tunsil. That's pretty good. Uh, I think that's all we got for you, unless anybody else got any news or any happenings they want to shout out. Um, at the Aggie recruiting class was nasty, so I know I know String don't want to talk about no recruiting. So hey, top whatever we're like 14, 13, so something yeah, like that. 15? Whatever, we're not doing anything of the portal. ESPN or is that composite right? <laughs> oh, that's composite. Thank you. <laughs> that's composite. Thank you. Oh man, we we, we deal we with real records on... around here. Well, y'all got to give me something because we got to stay on for at least the next thirty seconds, so we can talk about the ending of Oregon, North Carolina, which is like thirty seconds away from ending. I got a couple. Yo, I hate oh, to... sun. Go ahead. Wait, I'll say, I, I hate to over? say anything good about Texas, but I will tell a story about Jerry Elliott. I don't know if y'all saw this in the New York Times the other day. There was a story about like babies on airlines. I feel like we do this shit every single week that people bitch about babies on airlines. So there was one time I was driving back from uh, – I was flying back from my son having surgery, and Jerry Elliott sat across the way from me on a Southwest flight. And he was very kind, and I was holding my daughter in my lap. He, she was six months old, and he was helping me keep her entertained. He was a very nice man, so I am – I, I do never like to see good things happen for the University of Texas, but Jared Elliott is a good person, and I'm happy that he won a title. Swag. Last year on Hell my yeah. flight to the Super Bowl, I sat next to Gary Bohannon's family, and they told me he was going to stay at Baylor for another year and then go to the NFL, and I've never had a chance to share that before, and I just wanted <laughs> you all to know that. <laughs> Where is Gary Bohannon Man, right he, now? USF, uh, right? USF? Yeah, USF. CF, USF, something. Evan, how many games does Baylor win this year with with Bohannon? Fucking ten, dude. <laughs> we win ten <laughs> this year. West Virginia flips. BYU flips. Uh, Air TCU Force flips. Inhale. Air Force fucking flips. Inhale. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we win. We, we win at least nine games this year with Gary. Wow. Unfortunately, uh, Dykes what got the AP Coach of the Year. Um, Fickle hired the offensive coordinator from uh, North Carolina. Uh, That's going to be very weird to see. It's going to be very weird to see Wisconsin going to like an up-tempo offense. It's going to be weird as hell. Um, Wazoo actually hired the youngest coordinator in P5. They hired some 27-year-old dude to be their offensive coordinator. So uh, Wazoo's getting younger at the position. Uh, and That's Wazoo pretty cool. Their office coordinator before Can Aggie you imagine did. doing that job at 27 years old? That's insane. Dude, that's <laughs> fucking financial malpractice. We should talk about is. Gundy. Uh, Gundy, uh, yeah. they yeah. lost their bowl game to Wisconsin. Fickle got his first win as the Wisconsin coach. Uh, neither one of their teams really had their starting quarterback. Spencer Sanders is already in the portal, so he didn't play in this game. But uh, Gundy basically bullied a reporter after the game who asked them. Oh, he's short. Is he short? Oh, my stream is definitely behind. Wait, hold on. Mine's way behind. Oh, Y'all relax. Down. Sorry, he, he scored. But sorry, Oregon just scored. Well, you just said it again. You could have just he not scored. spoiled it. You said it. he's short. Oh, and then you spoiled it well, again. Well, sorry, Oregon y'all just scored. Sorry, you got YouTube TV and a better internet connection. It's not my fault. Man. I have YouTube y'all. TV. You were way ahead of me. Way ahead of me. Oh, what a play. What a exactly. play. Get better internet. Bo, Bo Nix is about Nix to win is a him. bowl game. Yes. Bo Nix is him. 
Yes. I can't believe Look that Bo Nix didn't stay at Auburn. I, I can't. Can. It was meant to be. You seen Brian Harson? Fuck Brian Harson. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of quarterbacks, speaking of if we'd have just maintained quarterback status and winning a number of games, like, yeah, we have several that flipped this year. We just have him at quarterback. Fucking Brian Harson. Brian Harson is nasty. Uh, He's anyway, so nasty. Good. Gundy is Gundy. They both could have been Oklahoma coming State back next nasty. year. This is crazy. I can't believe that Texas lost Oklahoma State, but Gundy is nasty. But he basically got got uh, spicy with the reporters again because they asked him, "Is he going to make any changes to his staff?" That Oklahoma State team is Civil nasty. War was about. <laughs> you would have thought they did by the way you responded. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess yeah. with people's family. Like, they asked bro, him who won the election. That's I mean, what a fucking joke, too. <laughs> I wish, I wish he would have like turned it around on him and been like, "Dude, like I have a family too, and this is how I provide for them." Like, yeah, you're messing yeah. with my family. Go fuck yourself. What is what is Oklahoma State's like? I, I know there are some Oklahoma State fans that want Gundy gone or grown tired of the whole thing. They obviously, did not have a great season. Uh, Evan will tell you all day that they've won <laughs> as many Big 12 championships as Nebraska since Nebraska left the conference. R.C. Slocum. Like <laughs> Mike Gundy is tied with R.C. Slocum for Big 12 championships hey, in the last 30 years. That was Texas a fun year, man. Texas A&M has won the Big 12 more recently than Mike Gundy, who's never won the Big Thank 12. Like, uh, so obviously, Mike Gundy, it hasn't been great, but he's kind of a staple there. He's one of the longest tenured coaches in in college right now, uh, especially in P5, but it seems like Oklahoma State fans are kind of tired of him. So, I, I mean, he's a jackass, and his politics are awful, but I don't know what they're supposed to do at Oklahoma State because they're not going to fire him anytime soon. He's right. like Matt Campbell's final form. Like, yeah, he'll get you he'll get you some wins, but he fucking stinks, and I fucking I – hate, I hate Mike Gundy. He fucking stinks. <laughs> <laughs> he stinks, bro. He's never won anything. A Big Twelve championship eleven years ago, and a he bunch is, of nothing. he is a nasty, nasty coach. And that team—that's why the Texas loss hurt me so bad. Because that's one of the worst. That team was. That team is objectively awful. Obviously, they looked worse in the bowl because they didn't have Spencer Sanders. But Whiskey didn't have their quarterback either, and Whiskey still find a way <gasps> to get it done. Touchdown stands. Touchdown String, stands. don't ruin it. Hold on, don't say anything. We're a little behind. He if must something have missed else the Okay, I'm just gonna point. hang up if and let String y'all is go doing cause... that. He must no, have missed the it. extra points. We want to catch it. Pause it for 10 seconds. Oh, oh no. Okay. Joinked in the extra point. Oh, my God. Thank he almost you. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I have, I'm about to watch you. it. Dog, this stream is, yeah. is so <laughs> If he had missed that extra point. Oh look, at they're all gosh, over. They're all like, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Okay, now it's my turn to watch. Here we go. <laughs> I'm oh taking turns. Uh, also... Uh, since oh, Blah's not here, I don't know what happens when we like stop recording or what happens. Like, I don't know how to stop I mean, I, recording. I don't <laughs> I think know. He we just ended. It just um, uploads to the site. So fingers what crossed. Does so, it? Let's hope so. Blah, I'm gonna hang up and see what happens. Blah has bad right. internet every week. Anyway, we love y'all. Thank y'all for listening to Slander. You, uh, Oregon's Dude. up one with 19 seconds left, so they're probably gonna win the game. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, and uh, we'll break down all the bowls that we happen this week. We'll break down the playoff games. So we'll see y'all then. 